That's right, everybody. Here we are back at the Com 101 podcast for another special bonus episode of student interviews. And today's student interview is with Brian Fang. And it was just a, a delight to talk to Brian and, uh, and get his perspective on life and what he's interested in. And I, I love this. And I, it's been such a delight to be able to talk with students as well as faculty members. And it's something I'll be honest with you that I mentioned this before, but it's something that uh, I don't know if it would have happened in this way, obviously not in this way, but this connection and being able to sh chat and share uh, with you all is not something that would happen, you know, if we were fully in person. So I think that there's a benefit there. Um, but it was a great discussion, a lot of fun. Uh, just a reminder, you can write a reflection on this interview as a chance to get extra credit uh, if you are interested in supplementing the research credit. So uh, it's looking like I'm not going to offer more than 25 points because that's a lot. But if you don't have the research credit, uh, you know, if you don't have enough there and you want to get that 11 hour magic number, 25 points, this can supplant as a uh, extra five points towards that um, again within the 25 points. Uh, but this, you know, this is another option for you. So without further ado, let's welcome the delightful, super entertaining Brian Fang. Boom, we're live. What's up, Brian? What's up? How How's we, it going? It's going, man. How we doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. It's my pleasure. Yeah, this is uh, oh, my fifth or sixth student interview, and I've loved them. It's really cool, you know, like chatting with professors is cool, too. But I, I think this is where the good stuff is, you know, chatting yeah. with students, like all different perspectives and hearing what y'all think about the world. So I'm glad you're here, you know? Thank you for having me. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh you know, full name, year, where you're from, that kind of stuff, right. major, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so my name is Brian Fang. Uh, I'm in my fifth year currently of undergrad. Cool. Um, I switched over to business my junior year, and I'm from New York City, uh, specifically in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Very cool. Fifth year. I think you're my first, like, senior-ish person yeah. on this. So let's, let's chat about that. Uh, how have you found the undergraduate experience so far? What do you think? Um, I imagine it's a journey. Yeah, it's been quite the journey. Uh, I spent a lot of time, you know, exploring different majors, trying to find out what I was interested in. Um, Love that, by the yeah. way. Love that. We were talking before we started recording. I said, we got to make sure we record this. You spent a lot of time exploring different majors. First of all, that's courageous, right? <laughs> so because I think... I don't want to speak for everybody, but I talk to a lot of students who do not feel like they can do that. So would you mind kind of telling us like what it was like exploring different majors, what that meant for you? Did you feel like at any point you were not where you were supposed to be, quote unquote? Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Tell us about that. All the time, uh, pretty much, you know, uh, my freshman, sophomore year, I did really bad. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a lot of stuff going on, but, um, you know, I kind of took that and figured out the things that I liked, the things that I didn't like. Sure. Um, and then I, I feel like at 18, you know, like you can't really know your whole life's <sighs> plan or at least, you know, Thank like you. career path. I think it takes a lot to figure that out. You know, at least in terms of like being happy, I think, you know, people can go into a major and become very, very successful at it. But like, for me, I'd rather be happy and I feel like I can also be successful at the same time. Yeah. So that's... that was something that kind of, 
influenced me to explore different areas. That is so good. I, I'll tell you, it's it's wild to me. We were talking about this too before. Like, I think it's so interesting to me that you know, fresh out of high school, you know, first semester in college, and and you, there is kind of this invisible ceiling that you're supposed to know what you are going to do then for the rest of your life yeah you know like sure you don't have to declare your major right i think it's not technically then but i think there's an implicitly uh, implicit pressure for everyone to be like no i need to figure this out you know i need to have it all figured out you know first year and i i think that is just the biggest scam you know And and it's so challenging so i think it's really cool that you kept on exploring i mean that is that's awesome i did the same thing you know i I absolutely tanked my seven first like 17 college experiences but like i just i wasn't at something that i was comfortable with yeah and i was like i i don't want to be doing something the rest of my life that i feel like i'm gonna give my soul away you know Uh, i feel you 100 percent on that (laughs) yeah like 100 and so i think it's super cool that you're here as a student saying it's okay. I mean, I'm assuming that's what you're telling people. Like it is okay to try and explore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's one professor that I had, um, forgot his last name. He was professor Joseph though. He taught, um, English film. Cool. Uh, one of the pathways, great professor. Um, I remember telling him like, you know, I switched my major late. Like, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit behind when he asked me, you know, just what was going on in school. Mm -hmm. And his response to me was like, that's cool, man. Like everybody's on their own journey. Amen to that. And that kind of stuck with me, yep. you know? So it made me feel better. Like just knowing someone like, like a professor at school, someone that's like kind of this authority figure telling you yep. like, it's all good, man. Don't worry about I, it. Like you're I, on your own journey. You'll figure it out. Amen. It is yeah. not this like linear path. You know, my first episode, I talked to y'all about this. Like it is not, everyone's on their own thing everyone's on their own path. You're going to take a couple steps sideways, backwards. You know, you're going to stumble. You're going to trip. You're going to fall. It's not indicative of who you are as a human. And it's not, certainly not indicative of your success in the future. Yeah. <laughs> no, Def- definitely not. You know, it's just like you learn so much when you can take a little bit more time yeah. too. Yep. you know, when you make those mistakes, like I think it kind of changes your character too. Absolutely. As you leave with, um, with, you know, possibly a better sense of like you know like maturity absolutely and, um, life experience in general so yeah I'm, i've i've made quite a few mistakes i'm sure everybody me has too. <laughs> me so, too i'm just glad that i was able to learn from it you know like those things won't happen again i know better this time yeah and you're happy and you're happy now uh yeah more than anything i think cool. I'm, I'm the happiest i've ever been that's awesome see i love that it's you know success story taking your time doing the exploration um, if you don't mind me asking, you know, were your parents supportive of the shifts, you know, the transitions or did um, it take them a minute to get on board or? It took them a minute. Uh, honestly, you know, like between me and all my cousins, mm. uh, I think I'm kind of the, like the black sheep just <laughs> because like all my cousins were really, you know, they were really good academically, mm. you know, straight A students. Um, one of them is in Cornell right now. The other one's in NYU. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's just heavy hitters. <laughs> yeah. So, like UB is a great school. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. But um, it's just, I'm not a straight A student. Yeah. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I found my interest elsewhere. I, I, you know, I think from school, I got to meet a lot of great people. I got to figure myself out, which was, I guess, more 
more valuable to me than having to sit down and read a whole textbook. Yeah. 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 In my mind, that's part of the point of going to college. Right. That, that's like that to me is a college experience. You know, like yeah. if you can figure yourself out, make some mistakes, screw up a little bit and then get back on you know, by the time it's done. That's huge. You know, that's huge. Good for you. It's <laughs> cool. It's really cool. I think that's inspirational. You know, I, I've walked through that journey, but I'm like 33, so I'm old. But hearing someone else talk about that, that's much closer to this, you know, this demographic is is super cool. I love it. You like your major now, too? You're digging it? Uh, Yeah. Uh, switching over to business. Uh, I was actually thinking about communications because cool. um, cool. I want to um, concentrate on marketing. Ah. So communications kind of went hand in hand with that. Um, but it was because I finished all the prereqs already. So then I was like, why well, as well just stick with this? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. So what do you, where do you see yourself in the future? You know, I know it's a big question, but what are you hoping? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty ambitious. Like my goal is to be able to take care of my whole family. Cool. Um, but, uh, I really want to be my own, you know, my own boss. I want to open cool. like my own business, be able to not just give opportunity to myself, but like the people around me too. Good for you. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. I love that. Sounds like you're on the right path. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I, I dig that. I dig that. Very cool. All right. Well, here's my my big questions that I ask everybody, and, and we'll go from here, and we'll just see where the conversation takes us. You know, so um, let's talk about communication in general. Um, you know, it's a weird time to be alive, <laughs> 2021. <Yeah. laughs> Strange time. And I've talked with all of my guests about this, and they all have slightly different responses with some similar themes but i'd love to get your perspective as a fifth year student too you know where, where do you see communication 2021 you know what do you think from your perspective what are we doing right you know where are we fucking up <laughs> to put it bluntly <laughs> you know like, as someone who's you know young enough now that you have a pretty big future ahead of you you know what are your thoughts you know on, on these things um well when we're speaking of like communications you mean just in general like people like, to people you know people, people. Okay. You, you think we're doing a good job of, of communicating with each other listening to each other you know what do you think um it, you were right like it is a weird time because i mm -hmm. feel like you know i for the assignments i read about social media a lot oh yeah that's um, a big one yeah so my thing with social media like is that it could be used you know in a manner where it's not harmful to yourself mentally or like others yeah. well others doesn't really isn't really like the issues mm -hmm. it's like you post something you should feel like um like true to yourself is yeah. what i'm trying to get at yeah but like you Authentic. shouldn't care what other people think you know like you should just share the moments you feel that you're willing to share yeah um but um with that i think um i'm gonna pause on that thought do you think that we i don't think i've asked anybody this do you think that because you talk about sharing the moments that you feel like are worth sharing. Do you think that social media has kind of detracted from people living in the moment? Because we're constantly wanting to capture the moment. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Um, well, then again, you know, there's always this like middle ground where it's right. like, oh, I want to just going to snap a picture real quick. And then yeah. if it comes out good, great. If not, I'm not going to stand here for 20 minutes. Yeah. Trying to get it right. <laughs> right. Like that was like my main thing that I've been yeah. like, because I've, like I used to be big on social media, like on it all the time, like yeah. caring about followers, caring about likes. Yeah. But then it didn't feel true to myself. Like mm. it felt, it felt weird. Yeah. Like it felt like I was trying a little bit too hard. And then 
that's something that I didn't personally like to do. Hmm. So now I'm more just along the lines of like, if I see something worth sharing, if I see something that I like, or if my friend takes a picture of me that I like, then I'm willing to share that. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, uh, do you think social media is impacting how we communicate face to face or do you think it's kind of its own separate thing? Uh, well, I feel like social media just removes that, um, that denial feeling, hmm. you know, cause uh, when you say like speak face to face, I guess it's like for me, the first thing that comes to my mind might be like um, seeing someone, you know, and maybe you want to get to know them, mm. but you're a little bit too shy to speak ah. in person. Um, it's a lot easier to sh- shoot someone like a DM and say, yeah, yeah. oh, hey, I really like your page. Snap them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I've been learning a lot, too, because I'm old. But like that's a, that's a pretty popular way of meeting people now. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, like hit them up on social media first. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a pretty popular way to do it. Um, it's interesting. I mean, that's, that's a cool thing. You know, if, if, it, if it's a if it's a great way to like break the ice. Yeah. You know, that can be cool. Yeah, for sure. You know, I wonder wonder what that impact is like in the future. But I, I dig the idea of it because especially coming out of COVID, you know, we're all kind of anxious to like put ourselves out there in public you know yeah. there's a lot of that going on i i definitely felt some of that after yeah. being inside for so long yep yeah yeah I, it, i'm wondering did you know did you feel like that because uh you brought it up you know after being inside for so yeah. long like, yeah i do yeah, i do connected from so many people. it's wild man like i i'll tell you great question <laughs> i'll tell you i have lost a little bit of my like teaching mojo um mojo who says that oh my god <laughs> but like i've lost a little bit of my relaxed vibe teaching in person i st- <clears throat> still got it i think i hope in like the in this you know like the common one setting yeah, I, I think you got it thank man. you thank you <laughs> it's crazy i i cannot believe i'm saying this out loud this is the second time i've admitted this um i i find myself vibing more like monologuing you know into my panepto or here like this than I do teaching in front of 45 students, you know? And yeah. so it's weird. And I never thought that it would happen because I never had an alternative, mm-hmm. you know, but now COVID's given me this alternative and I've kind of run with it and I like it. And I mean, next semester I'm fully back in person, so I'm going to have to suck it up. But like, it's, it's really crazy because like I'm someone that I perform all the time and, and presenting and teaching is something that I've been doing for a long time. And so for that to go away and be shifted into this real weird for me. And I haven't figured out necessarily what to do about it yet, except to throw myself back in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. Like I'm teaching a class at, you know, four and I'm, I'm going to get like jacked up about it, you know, which is (laughs) wild. Right. Like, and it's so crazy. And I never, I never had that. So yeah, COVID changed me in, in that particular way. Yeah. You know, it, it, I don't like, I'd I still talk to people as much as I did previously, you know, especially one on one. But presenting in front of a group and stuff has been is something that never bothered me before. And now it does in a different way. So, yeah, I'm trying to I got to figure it out. You know, I, mean, I feel like once things, you know, go back to as normal as possible. Yeah. Um, I think everyone will have that adjustment period. Yeah. You know, so, absolutely. Yeah. It's It's wild. And, you know, masks are. You know, I get, I get it, but they're they they make it a lot more like of a callous environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, you can't see half of the face. So for me, someone who is a nonverbal scholar and someone who presents, I read and feed a lot off of that feedback. Yeah, to know if I'm hitting or not. 
Yeah, you know? for sure. And I don't get that as much. And it's it's exhausting. <laughs> it's it's exhausting, you know. So it's it's a whole new world, you know? A whole new world. Wild though. But we, you know, we're we'll, we'll get there. You yeah, know, we'll get there. But that's interesting. Yeah, you know, I think meeting people that way um is is a is a cool way to kind of mitigate like the social anxiety aspect that I think COVID just exacerbated. Yeah, for sure. Um like again, I think it's just like that denial factor. Um a lot of people are And by denial you mean like someone shutting you down in person, right? Or no? Yeah, like kind of, kind of shutting you down or like in any way, like mm. or any you know, any anything that makes you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Not, Which could be a lot of things, by yeah. the way. <laughs> For sure. You know, they could still talk to you, but you could walk away being like, mm. yeah, like I didn't really feel that. Or like, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't uh, the vibe. I'm not sure, not sure if that went too well. Yeah, yeah. yeah those, you're right. I mean, this it takes away from that. And that's not to bring it back to me because this is about you. But that's one thing I love about doing Commodore One this way. Yeah. Is I'm not reliant on like whatever I say, I'm going to say it. And the only audience member at that time that I'm recording is me. You know, but because I'm relaxed and I know that I don't have to feed off of anyone in the moment, I can be much more authentically myself. You yeah, know, I'm not sure. worried about playing off of other people in the moment, you know, which is something you have to worry about when you present. So it's it's wild, you know, a denial thing, though, because <laughs> you can, you know, that can happen. You know, professors won't tell you all this, but like when, you, when you're lecturing in front of people, it, it is an uphill battle because, you know, students could be bored, right? They might like you, they're just bored, yeah. you know? Or they're just checked out for the day, or you're just not hitting with whatever you're saying. So you're feeding out like you can sense that, you know, this kind of gets rid of that a little bit, you know, which yeah. is wild. So it's a crutch. I mean, I feel like some professors, they they know students are bored, but they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep going. And you guys got to keep up with it. It's going to be on the test. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, uh, yeah, they do. And I'm, I think I care a lot. I think that's yeah. not like a problem. <laughs> like, I don't think I was going to say it's a problem, but I care so much about how it hits. You know, mm -hmm. wow, this has turned like a Zach session. Sorry, Brian, my bad. Um, oh, you're good, man. Yeah. I like where this conversation is going. Yeah, me too. I, it's uh, I don't get to talk about this very often. These are the secrets that professors don't tell you, maybe. But like for me, I care so much about how a lecture goes. Like I view it as a performance. Like I want y'all to walk away feeling like you got something out of it. Yeah. You know, and so when I see that, I'm like, ah, shit. You know, I gotta turn it up or I gotta change it. I gotta change the pace. But you are right. I think there's a decent chunk of professors who are like. I don't care if you'd like it or not. <laughs> I'm going to keep going, you know, like I don't care. I'm just well, about sometimes to... it also can't be helped because the topics can be kind of boring. <sighs> that's you know? it. That's it. You know, when it's a bunch of math equations on the board. Oof. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. And sometimes it's like you'll blink and then you're just like, how did that? How did that get there? <laughs> how did we get here? <laughs> Yo, that's amazing. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. I, we have, I haven't talked about this particular aspect of it, of of covid and, and social media with anybody but i think maybe it's a crutch thing you yeah. know we got like this this best friend in social media and mediated things you know and and when you're in person all that's gone there's no armor you know it's just <laughs> you like there's no armor there's no device to help break the ice yeah it's I'm, you i think it's i think it's better like that you know because mm. mm. you can i think it's better just to be true to yourself in person vulnerable and then yeah and then you can figure yourself out and then share yeah. your your authentic self on social media well if that's if you know the that's what the user wants to do that's true yeah but might sometimes not be. It, yeah sometimes it's not like that but sometimes it's, it's all good it's yeah you know, to to each their own you know that's it yeah that's it man that's it that's it 
Cool. Yeah, I, I uh I like that. I like where that's going. So Brian, tell me a little bit about yourself. What are your uh, what are your interests? What do you like to do in your free time and um, what do you care about? Well, I love design. Like that's one thing. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Like, I play around with Photoshop a lot. Like I've been wanting to start my own business. Um Yeah, what's the business brand. you want to look to own? Uh, I will I want to start a lifestyle brand. Sure, yeah. Very cool. So um one of my heroes, you know, from he's from Queens. I'm from Brooklyn. Uh-huh. So like, there's always like that city rivalry. city rivalry, <laughs> yeah. but it's all love, you know. Like, it's, yeah. it's always all love. Yeah. But yeah. um, uh, he he's the owner of Kith NYC. Okay. And his name is Ronnie Feig. I got to meet him before. Super nice guy. Um, so his brand works with collaborating with a bunch of other brands. You know, mm. uh, recently he did a collaboration with BMW, and oh, I thought shit. that was just like the coolest thing ever because like, how do you go from making clothes? to, to <laughs> collaborating top with car BMW. Yeah. yeah and then you just made like a top of the line luxury car with them yo yeah i just think that idea is so cool like it's just like design is endless and like you know just the business aspect of it too is just crazy that's really dope yeah. that's really dope i think what's cool about design i'm not good at this stuff but what i appreciate about it is like the innovation mm -hmm. right you know like we love innovators and we love people who can come up with new ways to approach a topic, right? And I think design's kind of all about that, right? Like, I mean, you're yeah. kind of, you're like, how can I envision me? How can I envision some new way to brand this, you know? Yeah, or for to, sure. And that, and that is contagious. And it can go anywhere. Yeah. Like, I feel like it also goes hand in hand with communications, you know? Oh, like, yeah. especially, like, with uh, with fashion. Like, I'm, I'm not, like, this, I'm not into, like, the whole avant-garde scene. But, like, um. You know, I I like things that are like subtle, mm, but mm. you could tell like it has like a certain flair to it at the same time. Sure. So that's that's why I really like the idea of like lifestyle brands because like that's you're cool. you're kind of in this area where you can do you know very high end stuff, but you mm -hmm. can also be in an area where it's like people can wear your t shirts, wear your wear your designs all the time, and it's also a way to like express mood, as express like who you are mm. as a person, you know. Mm. So like on a on a bad day, you know, on a day where you're not feeling it, all dark colors. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like people can express themselves yeah. like that, communicate how. It's not verbal communication, right yeah. there. It is, you know, what we how we dress and the things that we, it says a lot about us. Yeah, you know, it, it, and even if we don't choose to to engage in like a style, it also says something about someone too. You know, yeah. if they don't give a shit about wearing their themselves on their in their clothing, you know, yeah, I think that says a lot too about people. That's really interesting. That's pretty dope. I love that. How long have you been into that for? Whole um, life or? So I kind of, I got into it around like high school. It really started with like collecting Jordans. Nice. Like, yeah. Um, then eventually it grew to like me finding out like about different brands, like um, Japanese designer brands. Cool. You know, like different types of lifestyle brands and just seeing like how they um, create these, you know, like wild designs, some of them. And then also like some will have these they'll turn a basic t-shirt into something you know very different just mm. from the way it's cut and sewn and to me i really like that attention to detail but um i really started um freshman year of college so cool. like every year it's basically like talking to my friends like yo like should i drop my stuff now <laughs> or should i like you know like should i try to master it more right right and it really is just like uh goes back to what you were saying like what we were talking about earlier like i was figuring it took time to figure myself yeah, out and yeah. as i matured more like 
the way my tastes change. So now I realize like great things take time. If mm. I want to do something great, like it's gonna it's gonna have to take time, and I'm, right. I'm gonna have to, you know, make sure everything is done right. Yeah, you know, really, I'm still figuring myself out, and I think a lot of people are too. Same, but, uh, same. It, yeah, like it goes, you know, like each step of the way, it's like a little accomplishment here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really cool. I love that. You think you're gonna? So when you're done with school, are you gonna head back to like? to like Brooklyn area and set up shop or where do you see yourself heading? Um, I mean, I hope I can, like, you know, yeah. like my, my goal would be to have um, a design studio, but like, not just for my own stuff, but like for, for my friends too. Cause um, I have friends that are, you know, in the music scene. I have other friends who are into designing, Cool, you know, like other friends that are just creative. So it would be really cool to like, you know, be able to get this creative workspace where like a central hub. Yeah. For this shit. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That, that would be one of my goals, but um, maybe not after school just because, you know, rent is expensive <laughs> for a place <laughs> like that. It's expensive. New York's no joke. Yo, yeah, it's no joke. I, uh, I spent some time not there, but I was in white plains mm -hmm. for, for like four years. Yeah. Um, it's a cool, I do love the whole area there. You know, I want to ask you this, this is not off topic, but what do you think of this whole like New York city, rest of New York dichotomy that goes on? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's in my opinion, it's just like, you know, a friendly way of like, yeah, like yeah, teasing, yeah. you know, like, yeah. oh, some people get really amped up upstate. about it though. I mean, uh, well, generally I feel like people from the city get more amped up. No just, shit. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's like, uh, you know, everywhere you go, someone's in a rush, somebody's in a bad mood, you know, you yeah. see a whole bunch of people, you see crazy stuff every day. So it's just like, um, I think city people are a little bit more prideful towards that. Yeah. But in my opinion, it's just like, it's all fun and games. You yeah. know, like, it doesn't matter where you're from. We're all from, we're all from this planet. That's right. <laughs> like That's right. It's we're all, all good humans. no matter I, what. I love that. I love that. Some people get really, I remember, oh, I had a couple of buddies in New York that, Anytime they come up to Buffalo, like if anyone's like, oh, you know, you from, are you from, you know, Western New York? They'd be like, hell no. I'm from the city, <laughs> you know, like, and they didn't even live. They were like Harrison, you know, uh -huh. like Rye, you know, like not like city, city even, you know, but still they, yeah. they like the pride that they had for it. It was cool. You know, like they, they weren't like assholes about it, but just their reaction was so visceral, you know, like they wanted yeah. that distinction to be well known that they were not from anywhere near upstate or Western New York. You know? some, sometimes, sometimes, honestly, it comes from the heart, you know, because <laughs> like, you know, being being a New Yorker is like, yeah, I'm from New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I mean, you're I, right, though. It is it's definitely a different vibe, you know, like it is way different vibe, you know, and things move differently, yeah. you know, compared to here. Um, Actually, I think that's a great speaking point, too, because like. Up here, it's so much more calm. Like you it know, is calm. Um, even driving up here is different. People Yo. will let you switch lanes. They'll <laughs> yield for you. They'll be real nice about it. Yeah, well. But in the city, they don't care if you're signaling. You're signaling for like thirty seconds. You're trying to get into that lane. Nah, this guy will not slow down. No, no. Yeah, that's uh. So you like it, or you appreciate it? Let's uh, say I appreciate experiencing yeah. it. Um, yeah, but yeah. What I did notice, uh, just with myself, was yeah. that. Like when I'm back home in the city, like, um, I feel like the fast pace of life, like, mm. like it makes me feel energized. Like it makes me feel like 
I want to go outside and, you know, meet some people. I want to go outside do and some like, shit with your see, life. yeah, like yeah. see what's going on today. That's cool. Like it's harder to do up here because like, is this not so many people congested into one place, which is great in its own sense, you know, like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. way more relaxed for like a living sense. It yeah. can be cool. You know, as people are spread out, you're not on top of one another. Yeah. You know? That's interesting. I like what you're I like where you're going with that though. You know, what's so funny. This is so cliche tourist and I'm sorry, but like every time I go to New York, I spend a lot of time like, like in, in and around Times Square, like when I consult and stuff, you know, yeah. like, I know it's like basic, here we go. But here's the, here's the thing though. Every time I get out of a cab or Uber and I, I step out, uh-huh. it has the whole area has that vibe though, where you just get out and you're like, holy shit, life yeah, is happening though. Like life is moving here. Yeah. You know, when and you that's get wild. out of the cab, do you, like you just look up and you see all the lights, like all the Dude, billboards, all the ads. I, I've I've experienced that too, and that that's a, you know, it's it's a different feeling. Yeah, even like, like in Hell's Kitchen, like I like to hang out there because they have great food in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you just the pace of it is what you're saying. Like you, to me, it feels like an experience just to literally walk around. Yeah, you know, because you're like, damn, life is really happening here, and I love that about that whole area. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I think you touched on something really cool that I haven't been. Oh my bad, I haven't been able to put into words. But you're right. Like there is an invigorating vibe about that area. That you know, I don't. I don't get that when I walk out into the suburb sidewalk here in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if I'm walking around there, I just see the pace and I feel it. And I'm like, wow, shit's moving. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's really, really cool. I dig that. Cool. What else are you into? Um, I mean. I love basketball. Like, yeah, that's like one of my favorite sports growing up. Pro, college, all of it. Um, well, I wanted to play in college. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Um, what was your position? I mean, I'm not a big dude, so I played <laughs> point guard. Point, yeah, okay. Yeah, I played like three. <laughs> that was like my. I was lefty too, so people had a hard time guarding. Yeah, lefty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lefties are. Yeah. Lefties are lethal. <laughs> they, they, yeah, that was my only saving grace because I'm not like super tall, so like two or three i could shoot threes and yeah. they had a hard time blocking because the lefty you know or like taking left hand layup stuff like people yeah. had a hard time guarding that so that was my vibe too you played in high school or yeah i did nice. i played in high school um played in a few different programs it was great uh, i learned a lot from uh one of my coaches mm. i was with him from the ages of uh 15 to 17 yeah wow yeah, and he taught me a lot like, you know, not just about the game itself, but Life. like, yeah, like how to how to really believe in yourself, you know, like um, as an Asian male, like also not being tall, mm. you know, like I, I stand at five foot seven. So it's like, you know, you have to have the confidence to be able to play this sport, mm. especially going up against people that are going to be more athletic, that are going to be, you know, taller than you and that people, you know, when they see me. They don't think that um they don't think much of it you know hmm. not not a threat like no. you, you know you just going going to the tournament oh that kid's not gonna be a threat <laughs> <laughs> but then you have to have the confidence to show like you, know, you are your own type of game yeah Man, that's important stuff right there. yeah damn i like that too you're dropping some gold here today <laughs> i love that no that that's really cool i mean yeah natural athleticism is one thing but it's the people that can the people that can that, that that's their mentality no matter what yeah like that that's a game changer it's i think the mentality part is way more important than anything else because you know you can be great at doing whatever it doesn't this isn't just about 
sorry folks you know the drill we uh had to start a new session because we only get a half hour so what happens when you have good conversations brian you know what i'm saying <laughs> um yeah let's, let's circle back to that mentality thing um in case we got cut off uh you know, i think you're you're touching on a really important point you know not trying is the probably the worst thing we could do yeah like not putting forth that effort even if you lose even if you fail yeah like you can't be afraid to make mistakes you can't be afraid to lose you know you can't be afraid of what other people think it's just, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's harder to sit down and be like, man, I could have done this. I should have done this. Yep. Like now you have all the opportunity to. Yeah. People talk about this, you know, it's it, on your deathbed. It's not, <laughs> it's rare that I was with someone on their deathbed last year, actually. And it was amazing to me. I've heard this cliche phrase, but it's not like people sit there and talk about their regrets. Mm -hmm. No, they sit and talk about what didn't they do yet. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. They're not talking about like, oh, that time I messed up. That really sticks with me. No one gives a shit about that. They're caring about what did they not do? What yeah. are the things they missed out on? You know, what were they too afraid to try? Right. Yeah. They didn't love enough or they didn't go on that vacation. You know, they didn't skydive that one time, you know, like the whole idea of like a bucket list, you know, like not being afraid to do that. And I sat with someone. I heard that phrase before. And then. Uh, I sat with someone last year who got COVID and, and died and um, it was tragic. But the thing that stuck with me is guess what they were talking about in their final minutes. It wasn't their mistakes. Yeah, it was, it was about the stuff what they wanted to do. <laughs> Yo, it was, it was, it was huge. It was, it was, it was, it was monumentally sobering for me. Yeah. You know, cause there was like three or four things they were, they had a hard time being kind of coherent at the end, but there were like three or four things they kept talking about. And it was that theme. You know, they, they were too scared, you know, they're busy. They didn't do that. They didn't do this. You know, that's wild. And I was like, oh my God, that cliche phrase is absolutely right. <laughs> you know, but like having that yeah. fearless mentality and that hunger to just try as much as you can in life. That's, it's everything. Yeah, for sure, man. Like we have this one life. We yeah. don't have to be the best, but we should, tr you know, not the best person in the world the best at whatever you do yeah. but just be the best version of yourself that you can be yeah. yeah and i think that goes a long way just thinking about it like that instead of thinking about like oh i have to be the best i have to be the best it it takes away the pressure you know yep. like it at that point you'll just be you know um you know producing like different things and then instead of just feeling like oh i kept coming short i kept coming short like we only get better as like we attempt things more. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Absolutely. All day. Yeah, that that hits. It's amazing. That's what I like about sports, I think. I mean, there's a lot of things that this translates with, but yeah. Sports are cool because it's that it's that idea of overcoming and perseverance, struggle, you know, and and bringing out the best in yourself. Yeah. You know, and that and that's a lot of avenues, not just sports, but I think sports are really great for that, you know? Like I do like Muay Thai and I used to do like MMA and stuff and and um, football and all that and I'll tell you, it'll knock you on your ass, literally. <laughs> like, and then yeah. you have to get up again, mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, and I'll tell you, nothing's scarier than having the cage door shut on you and you're left with another dude in, in the cage and you're <laughs> about to go at it. Like, you can't run yeah. away. You're like discovering that sense of, like, it's not even about how hard you can hit, right? It's always about how hard you can get hit, right? <laughs> you know, like, can I get back up again? Can I do this over and over again in the face of adversity? That's strength. You know, yeah. and that stuff will carry you in life. And like, honestly, I, I've grown to love that. Like, I, I love, you know, like 
we get knocked down in all different yeah. types of ways, not just physically, you know, yep, could yep. be emotionally, mentally, you yeah. know, like, oh my God, you, yeah. you want to do something so bad. You share it with your close friends. Turns out they're not your close friends. They're, mm. they're laughing at you behind your back. Shit. They're laughing at you in your face. Yep. And you say, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah, like, I'm going right. to get up and I'm going to do it. I'm not going to let anybody knock me down. And That's I right. think that goes way further than just, you know, oh, like I'm going to put half, half ass into it you know yeah. like i'm not gonna like i know i'm gonna not do well anyways like you can't think like that no. you just gotta give it your all that you possibly can if you really want it amen yeah. yo brian give us some gold <laughs> here today oh i love this man i love this cool any parting thoughts sadly we have to wrap up because i have to go teach but any final thoughts to all of our uh 101 friends out there oh hmm. i think you gave us some good ones already yeah like if anyone out there is thinking to do something and you're afraid, don't be. Don't be. I love it. Yeah, don't be. It. Go I for like, it. I feel like you'd be a cool dude to collab with too, you know? <laughs> so I think if anyone is interested, could they reach out to you? Yeah, definitely. Got like uh, a Snap or Instagram or something like that they could yeah, find you at? Uh, my Instagram is Brian, B-R-I-A-N dot F-V-N-G. So if anybody's hearing this, you could follow me, shoot me a DM. Cool. We could talk about different things. I'm open-minded. Love that. Yeah. Brian, it's been a pleasure, man. Thanks so much for showing up today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right, everybody. Till next time. Later.